Damn, let's talk some shit. It's Polly Siegel. And Victoria Aaron. Two licensed therapists who've spent way too much money on degrees, certifications, and trainings. Mm. We both love what we do and couldn't imagine working in any other profession. But we're forced to be serious all the time, and that gets boring. Shit Talking Shrinks discusses important mental health topics, the human experience, and society at large, while poking fun along the way. It won't be all fun and games, because after every episode, you'll walk away with tangible tools to navigate life more effectively. We love a tangible tool. This episode is sponsored by Joyous. Okay, I have to tell you about this incredible company, Joyous. It's an at-home ketamine treatment that delivers ketamine to your door for $129 a month, which is absolutely unheard of because most ketamine treatment is hella expensive. And what ketamine does is it helps our prefrontal cortex work more optimally. And the prefrontal cortex helps with decision-making, problem-solving, emotional regulation. It's the part of the brain that gets us through hard shit. And so if you're someone who has struggled with anxiety and depression and you've tried antidepressants or you've tried mood stabilizers and they haven't helped, ketamine is absolutely the next step. And I have seen my clients thrive while using ketamine. Joyous makes it super easy to access this life-changing medicine. And you can start the process by visiting www.joyous.team. Episode nine, self-sabotage. We all have an inner saboteur, as RuPaul says. We really do. Like Mm -hmm. all of us throughout our life at numerous points have done something that have stopped ourselves from being successful or have hindered our ability to meet long-term goals and overall wellness. Yeah. Why are you so afraid to be great? Yeah. Say that again. Why are you so afraid to be great? People are terrified of success, even though one would think, success, it's all I want. I think about it all the time. I'll do anything I can. No. No. Like people self-sabotage their ability to obtain what they really want all the time. Yeah. It's the human condition, bitch. It is the human condition. Mm. Sometimes I wonder, like thinking back to caveman days. Like, what were they doing to self-sabotage? Like, one day they're just like, fuck it, I'm not getting food for my family. I'm gonna kill them. <laughs> That'll starve out my fucking kids and my, <laughs> my woman's. <laughs> and I think self-sabotage is conscious and unconscious. There are a lot of Definitely. times where unconsciously we do things that hinder our ability to be successful or wreak havoc on our long-term goals, and we're not even aware of it. Yeah, the subconscious drive to absolutely destroy our own lives. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to put you on the spot here, but when was the last time you (laughs) self-sabotaged? Yesterday. It's a good question. I mean, I think going along with, you know, what we've been talking about, right, in modern dating over the summer, right, like I really, my goals, my ambitions were to meet somebody to spend the rest of my life with and to be a partner and to like have companionship. Mm-hmm. I meet this dude and he's like clearly fucked up. You know, he's like, I'm in the midst of divorcing my significant other. I'm a crypto gambler. <laughs> oh my God, a crypto gambler? Yeah, he's like telling me all this crazy shit. And yeah. I'm in the midst of like taking really good care of myself and my business is popping and I'm like, I'm ready for somebody. And I'm like, oh, he's it. He's it. 
So you self-sabotaged because you kept moving forward with someone who was an absolute mess. <laughs> a mess. Yeah. Yeah, that is self-sabotaging because your goal was to find partnership and yep. to find real companionship. And then you continued with someone <laughs> who literally was never going to provide any of that for you. <laughs> was an actual criminal. <laughs> like, <laughs> never. Never was going to provide me what I needed. But I want to know when you last self-sabotaged. Before I do, though, yeah, I need to say this. Because of how my life has been and up until that point with that person, I lived in a state of I don't deserve good. I don't deserve to be great. Mm -hmm. So that act actually just reinforced a narrative, which I think is why a lot of us self-sabotage because of our brains having negativity bias. It's like, oh, I don't deserve good. I don't deserve to be great. I shouldn't be. I should, you know, blah, blah, blah. Right. But yeah, tell me about the time you last self-sabotaged. So, you know, starting in the new year, like everyone does, is I was thinking about like, how can I start fueling my body with different types of foods that are going to actually serve my body? Mm. You know, I've struggled with chronic pain my whole life. So I really have to be conscientious of inflammation in my body. And I am a hardcore sugar addict. I would walk a mile to pick up a cookie. I would blow a dude for a cookie. Like, <laughs> it, I'm not even joking. <laughs> she has blown dudes for cookies. <laughs> so I'm an addict and I'm attached to it. And so I thought about this year, like, how do I cut back on my sugar intake? Mm. And Were I you trying goals. to make a New Year's resolution? No, it's a value. It's a va okay. Value Good. is health. Good value safe. is having, you Good. know, a functional body. <laughs> Good motherfucking say. Fuck resolutions. It was a fucking value. <laughs> okay? Yeah. But anyways, so you know, I felt like I was doing really great. I was being conscientious of how much sugar I was taking in. And then one night, I was just like, fuck it. That and I like fateful night. that fateful night, I went to the grocery store oh, and no. I just bought icing. Icing? Like icing. Like Pillsbury that, icing? hundred, yeah. And I was oh. like smearing it on my gums. You know, like I was, <laughs> I just like ate half a jar of icing. Like that's self-sabotage right Holy there. Holy shit, that sounds I binged insane. on it. I have goosebumps all over my body. Like you're, you're completely shocked. What's the goosebumps? Turned on, shocked, <laughs> disgusted, every emotion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, consuming that much icing is actually disgusting. But you self-sabotaged. 100%. It was like so, I don't know if I've mentioned in this episode yet, but we have the conscious and unconscious sabotage. And that one for me was conscious. I knew exactly what I was doing. Do you know why you made that decision? I wanted recklessness. Ooh. Like I felt too structured. Like I was doing too good with my sugar intake. Wow. And so I wanted to just like shake things up in a way where I just felt a little careless. Like I was thirsty for carelessness. Ooh. Yeah. Fuck yeah. Yeah. I love being And I felt this. horrible. Not I'm not going to feel bad about eating icing because I just fuck it. Physically, my body felt horrible. And my right. inflammation the next day was through the roof, I was working out with my trainer and I was like, oh my God, my body feels like an 80-year-old woman. Wow. So it's like we do this stuff consciously and unconsciously and it's one of the hardest behaviors to correct, yeah. in my opinion. It's so hard to stop ourselves from engaging in these destructive and risky and careless behaviors that we do. 
there's so many philosophies, Paulina, about like why we as humans treat ourselves so poorly. Yeah. You know? And it's like this idea that so some of the philosophies that I've read about are like because we're mortal, we hate ourselves. Because we know we're gonna die, we hate ourselves. Or, you know, there's hundreds of thousands. Mm-hmm. But when it really comes down to it between you and I, as we're talking here and our listeners are hearing this, it's like you really have to sit and ask yourself, like, why do I treat myself so badly, mm. especially when things are going well? Your life could be better than it's ever been, and you can invite something in, whatever it looks like, whether it's icing or a dick, you know? <laughs> and it's like, I just want to fuck some shit up. And it's actually sad. It is sad that we're very, very wired for destruction versus greatness. So the researchers have looked into self-sabotage because it's such a collective human experience and it's so relatable. And so I think we should talk about the different types of... God, I just love when you bring in research. Put it on me. Oh, man, me too. Okay, so procrastination. Yep. One of the biggest self-sabotaging behaviors. Mm Mm-hmm. Courting temptation, you'll appreciate this. So like testing yourself in environments where you know you're going to fuck up. Oh, yeah. Right? Like if someone's trying to be sober and they're like, yeah, I'm going to go to this tailgate when I know everyone's (laughs) getting blasted. Yeah. You're courting temptation. Reprioritization, where you convince yourself, oh, I really need to be focusing on this for this reason when something else really should demand your attention. Yeah. So you're just reprioritizing things in your life that you don't need to, and it's this form of avoidance. Yeah. Uh, self-medication. I've medicated myself with food my entire life, you with alcohol and drugs. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're constantly trying to numb our internal emotional experience, especially the painful emotions. Yeah. Perfectionism. Defensiveness. These are the biggest forms of procrastination. I mean, for me, I am a recovering perfectionist. I... I don't even know if I'm recovering. I was about to be like, are you sure you're in recovery? Yeah, I, I don't think I'm actually I think in you're a practicing perfectionist. I think I'm a practicing perfectionist. I need to work on that in my own therapeutic work. Mm. In some ways, setting such high standards that's pretty much impractical, yeah. that's self-sabotage. Yeah, because then you're like never satisfied. I am always looking for what's next. It is a very harmful quality of myself where I'm like, all right, I just achieved this. What's next, baby? And I do mm. practice gratitude. I do. And gratitude is very important to me. But sometimes where you're at is, is enough. I have a mentor who always says to me, the journey is way more important than the destination. And he, yeah. he's one of the most successful people I know, not monetarily. I'm sure he is that as well. But I just mean like in his spirit, like he's such a rich spirit, always fully present and always fully grateful. And I think that's a really, really good antidote to self-sabotage. Like your need for chaos when you walked into that Mariano's and you're like, I'm seeking out the icing and no one's going to stop. Like if you had paused at that door, at that revolving door, Mm -hmm. and you said, I'm so grateful for how I've chosen to treat my body this year. I'm so grateful for the life I have. I'm so grateful for my business and for my loved ones and for my partner and for my dog, Lily Peppercorn. You think you would have gone in there and fucking ate that icing? No. I mean, if I had paused and regulated my nervous system, I 100% wouldn't. And by the way, I don't shop at Mariano's. I'm a Whole Foods bitch. Hey, that's what I'm talking about. Well, I mean, you you went through a drive-through car wash, so I just assume. 
Yeah. Yeah. And you're the self. What? what no, you're the. I have a year long unhindered membership to a hand car wash. Bougie ass bitch. <laughs> Yeah. No, if I was reflective, if I had slowed down, if I had regulated my nervous system, I wouldn't have self-sabotaged. 100%. I think I still would have chosen Crypto Daddy. (laughs) (laughs) I do. I do. He was hot. He was really hot. I know. Like when you sent me pictures of him, like I tingled downstairs. That was crazy. So we're all about tangible tools. So we have to be able to learn how to combat self-sabotage because it's happening day in and day out and really being reflective around all the ways you do self-sabotage. Yeah. So I want to walk you through what we can do differently. Take me on a walk, babe. So I would say the first thing is make a list, whether it's verbal or written, about the thoughts and actions you believe are self-sabotaging in nature. Mm -hmm. Lay it out. Get really reflective and clear around what are these thoughts, actions, behaviors that are dysfunctional in nature. Yeah. So get your roadmap, essentially. And then create a plan with detailed steps of like how you're actually going to reach the goal that you've been avoiding or Mm -hmm. how you're going to get closer to your values or the things you're trying to obtain. Yeah. And by focusing on these steps, it allows you to remove the barriers, barriers being those self-sabotaging behaviors, Mm -hmm. or at least have the awareness to move through them when they pop up. I would say also processing your self-sabotaging behaviors with your community. Like I could have, before I went to the store, been like, yo, Victoria, ring, ring. Like I'm feeling this desire for chaos and to break this rigidity. And like sugar seems really appealing and receive support. Like slow down and reach out to your community, your tribe, express when you're struggling. Yeah. Or when you're thinking of doing something that you know is going to be harmful. 100%. Regulate your nervous system. Like a lot of the self-sabotaging behaviors is because you're in the amygdala is activated and your prefrontal cortex is turned off. Do your breathing, your five senses, a meditation, anything that gets you into your window of tolerance, Mm -hmm. right? That's going to also reduce self-sabotaging behaviors. One of the really most important tools is to act as if you're having a love affair with yourself. When you are going in to get that dick or get that icing or get that whatever it is, that thing that is going to throw you off the beam, ask yourself, like, would somebody who is in love with themselves do this thing? Mm. I want to be in love with myself. That is so beautiful. That just gave me goose pimples on my puss. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yes. It's like, fucking love yourself, you crazy bitch. (laughs) <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah. Also, I said goose pimples. I know. No, it was like disgusting and beautiful at the same time. But yeah, be in love with yourself, you know? Like just love yourself. I think this is where my spirituality comes in. The thing that loves me most in this world is the universe. I put values on what happens to me. Good, bad, ugly. It's none of it's none of it's this is the China thing. I'm really sorry. I just can't stop laughing about the goose pimples. She said goose pimples on her puss. (laughs) This is where my spirituality comes in. So I just believe that the universe has infinite love for me. And when I act in accordance with that, I tend to not sabotage myself and my success. That's really interesting. I haven't thought about the universe playing into this. So I appreciate that perspective. Yeah. Well, 
if you walk away from today <laughs> with goose pimples on your puss. <laughs> no, I hope that everyone walks away today first feeling seen and recognized that self-sabotaging behaviors are normal. Yes. And they're going to continue to happen. But the tools that we provided allow you to maybe prevent some of those moments from happening or move through the self-sabotage a little bit more effectively. Absolutely. As Victoria always says, big, big love. Big love. Big goose pimples. (laughs) We appreciate you all so much. Catch you later. Bye.